0: Hi, this is Hafsi Bunu, your host for this show. Thank you for tuning in to Evolve with me after such a long time. Life has kept me busy, but as promised, I'll record just as much as time permits me. Today I'm going to be talking about what I believe to be the nine most common types of toxic people. I'd like to believe that on some level, we're all trying to grow into better versions of ourselves. On this journey, a sub that is frequently skipped is the evaluation stage, where we take the time to review ourselves on every level as well as the people around us. Sometimes we're the ones holding ourselves back and other times we're actually doing the work but being held back by the people around us. Once you know the sort of person you want to be, the sort of life you want to live, the sort of habits you want to quit, you'll realize that you can't continue to be around the types of people that still enjoy those traits or habits. Some people are blissfully unaware of the negative impact they have on those around them and others seem to derive pleasure from creating chaos and pushing other people's buttons. Either way, you can't hope to distance yourself from toxic people until you first know who they are. As you listen on, I want you to remember to also check yourself. Sometimes we are that toxic person. Learning about these toxic traits has helped me identify my own toxic behaviour and given me a chance to actually work on it. I didn't realize how self-unaware I was until I did this. So here goes. Number 1. The Envious Envious people are incredibly toxic because they can't seem to be happy for anyone around them. Typically, their envy comes out in the form of judgment, criticism, or gossip. According to them, everyone else is lacking in some way. If he got a job, it must have been because of a connection he had. If she got a new car, it must have been from a sugar daddy. If you say, wow, she's so charitable, they'll say she's probably just doing it for the publicity. They will always find ways to bring people down. Sometimes they'll even put it in a form of a joke. So start paying attention to how frequently those jokes come up. You can often find this trait amongst even your most loved ones. Spending too much time around envious people is dangerous because they teach you to trivialize people's accomplishments as well as your own accomplishments. If it sounds like you, then you need to work on shifting your mindset from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. One person's light does not dim yours. You are not in competition with anyone. Your destiny is not dependent on theirs. What is meant for you will always come to you. Likewise, what isn't meant for you will never find you, no matter how much hate and negativity you put out there. So save yourself some time and energy and just be positive. Number 2. The complainer. The complainer is never pleased with their circumstances and spends little time trying to change it. This type of person always has something to complain about. If they meet a nice guy, he's too nice. If they meet someone less nice, he's an asshole. When they eat food, it's either too hot or too cold or too bland or too salty. There's just no pleasing them. Their viewpoint is always glass half empty. They'll find ways to impose their negativity into every encounter. They'll turn the most positive things into negatives. They will inject fear and concern into even the most benign situations. When you start dating a new guy, they're quick to tell you about every unverified rumor they've heard about that person. When you're starting a new business, they'll find ways to remind you that 50% of startups fail. It's quite sad really because a lot of these toxic traits come from their own personal experiences. It's our choice to decide how we respond to the toxicity that we encounter. You can either choose to grow from it and be a better person because of it or you can choose to or you can choose to repeat the pattern. The choice is all yours. Number three, the victim. Victims are tough to identify because you initially empathize with their problems. But as time passes, you begin to realize that their time of need is all the time. They don't see tough times as opportunities to learn and grow from. Instead, they see it as yet another out. Victims thrive in crisis because it makes them feel special. They only want your empathy, sympathy, and support, but not your advice. You offer help and solutions, but they never seem to want to fix anything. Even when the problem gets fixed, they find new ones to concentrate on. At first glance, you probably don't see any harm in being exposed to a habitual victim. But think about all the time and energy you give up in trying to help them when they didn't even care for the help to start with. Valuable time that could be better spent actually helping someone that wants your help. Think about all the times you've complained about this victim. In being exposed to them, you're basically starting to exhibit a bunch of different toxic traits. You're becoming a complainer each time you complain about them. You're becoming a gossip each time you call somebody to rant about them. And to an extent, you're becoming a victim as well because you're complaining and you're really not doing anything to change the circumstance. Don't let yourself become the very thing that you're fighting against. Number four, the gaslighter. The gaslighter will literally suck the time and energy out of your life under the facade of a friendship or some other relationship. They can be tricky to deal with because they actually do treat you like a loved one. The gaslighter is basically a manipulator that makes you question your own version of reality or your perception. They're often trying to deflect the blame from themselves onto you. They're never wrong. They will never take responsibility for their actions. They only did this because you did that first. Gaslighting is especially common in romantic relationships, but can be found in pretty much any type of relationship, whether it's a friendship or a familial relationship. I've actually fallen victim to this in a friendship before. She was a really good friend of mine that made me question if I was even a decent human being to start with. It didn't happen overnight. It was a very gradual process where every disagreement basically wound up being either in my head or my fault somehow. It got so bad that I actually genuinely started doubting if I was making these scenarios up in my head. It made me doubt myself so much. Luckily, I identified it before it escalated any further and I removed myself from that situation. Number 5. The Narcissist The narcissist usually doesn't take anyone else's feelings or ideas into account. They constantly put themselves first. They love to hear themselves talk. They always have the answers to everything. Their personal opinions are often portrayed as facts. That's probably because they think that they're the smartest person in the room. So they see every conversation and every person as a challenge that must be won over. They rarely see others as equal. I think I used to exhibit some narcissistic tendencies. I wasn't like selfish or anything like that. I didn't think I was the smartest person in a room. But when a topic I knew about came up, I definitely had a lot to say about it. I genuinely believed that I was sharing knowledge. But I have since realized that the people on the receiving end didn't necessarily see it in the same way. A simple example i'm a business person so i used to harass my siblings that had any business interest start 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 if this isn't working try that why aren't you growing as much as you should why aren't you utilizing this opportunity this is the way i process things but not necessarily how they wanted to process it i was basically imposing my views onto them but i needed to learn that just because it was the right answer or the right solution for me doesn't mean it was the right one for them. Now I just keep my opinions to myself until I'm sought out. That's kind of why Evolve with C started. I really just needed an outlet so I could stop harassing the people in my life. Number six, the fighter. The fighter is always on the defensive. They're determined to misunderstand you. They're determined to think the least of you. They're hardly willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. When you disagree, they don't listen to understand or resolve things, they're all about proving their point, they're all about getting the last word in. This sounds a bit like a gaslighter, but it's different in the sense that a gaslighter is only gaslighting you to shift blame away from themselves. In the case of a fighter, only their perspective makes sense to them, so they'll keep pushing you until you can accept their version of reality. In a relationship, this person will give you no breathing room and will constantly nag you until you're in complete alignment with them. Be careful because these people will go after your emotional and mental freedom until you have nothing left. Of all the toxic traits, this is the one I found most exhausting to deal with. I once had a really good friend that I adored, but every simple discussion with her would end up as an argument. I would spend so much time trying to explain myself over the most trivial things. It took me a while to realize that this was the norm for us. She just wanted to misunderstand me. So as much as I loved her, I needed to protect my peace. So I set a safe boundary. She's still my friend slash close acquaintance. So I get to enjoy the positive parts of the friendship when I want to, but I don't have to deal with any of the energy-consuming parts. Setting boundaries doesn't have to mean cutting off people completely. It just means cutting off that negative aspect of the relationship. We need to be conscious and proactive because if we let things happen naturally, we're bound to find ourselves constantly wasting time and energy on difficult conversations. Set boundaries. Decide when and where you'll engage a difficult person. Control the chaos. If you are a fighter, then it's time to start listening with your ears. You don't need to get so defensive. Even when you don't agree with what is being said, understand that just as you feel so certain that your view is the right one, they too are entitled to feel that way. It's okay to agree to disagree. Number seven, the dismissive. This person usually lacks empathy. They'll often downplay your struggles and be dismissive of any issues they can't relate to. You lose a job, they'll tell you no big deal. After all, you have a rich husband. You say you're suffering from anxiety. They'll respond by saying, "Uh uh-uh, why would something so simple cause you anxiety? You tell them you're depressed. They'll tell you you're choosing to be depressed by letting this small thing bother you. I've never been much of a dismissive, but in my head, there has been a lot of eye rolling at some issues I considered as being non-issues. It took me being on the receiving end of this to really realize what it felt like. Number 8. The Parasite Now the parasite doesn't lie or do anything outright hurtful. In fact, they may even be fantastic when they actually come through. The problem is that they really do come through. They want your time, loyalty, and support, and will seek you out as soon as they need it. But when you're in need, they are nowhere to be found. They don't ever check on you just because. They don't care to find out what's going on in your life. They do the bare minimum. That is until they need you for something. On the flip side, when you choose to do you and ignore them or hang out with other friends without them, they will make the biggest deal in the world. If this is just a phase, then it's understandable. They could just be going through something. But if this is the dynamic of your relationship, then you're going to want to find a solution because you don't want to start harboring resentment towards that person, which is bound to happen if you feel like you're giving your all and receiving nothing back. If you're in that one-sided friendship or relationship, you may want to consider giving just enough such that even when you get nothing back, you're okay. That has worked very well for me in managing the buildup of any resentment that I I would otherwise have in a one-sided friendship. If you are the parasite, then you need to decide if that relationship is important to you and adjust accordingly. Last but not least, the honest. This has to be the most common type of toxic in Nigeria. The so-called honest has no filter and doesn't care if what they're saying is offensive or inappropriate. They'll often use partial truths to say the shadiest things to you. They can tell you how fat you look and the second you get offended, they'll respond with, I'm just being honest now. Even their compliments are backhanded. They won't just say, oh, you look lovely. They'll say, you look lovely today, unlike the other day. Most toxic traits are contagious and this being the most common trait in Nigeria, we have to monitor ourselves closely. Sometimes we don't even notice that we're doing it. We need to remember that not every thought that crosses our minds needs to be verbalized. No, we don't need to comment on their weight or their complexion or anything else really that is none of our business. And when we do decide to verbalize our feelings, let's be kind about it, especially when it's a tough truth. Instead of saying you look fat in that dress, perhaps you can try saying this dress is more flattering on you. I remember when I had my baby and I came home, I had put on a bit of weight maybe between 5 to 7 kg overall, right? And um, I'll give you an example of the same message passed across in two different types of ways. One was my brother-in-law. He's the sweetest person. He says to me, Oh, my sister, once you're settled in, you should probably join the gym as well. I wasn't offended because he was genuinely looking out for me. Like, oh, don't let yourself get fat. And I'm a very superficial person. I care so much about how I look. So this is something I was for sure going to do, but I still appreciated him saying it. As opposed to a different loved one, my cousin who said to me, Ah, you look so fat. I had two cousins say that to me and I thought, wow, you guys are rude. I just had a baby. If I want to be fat for a year, that's not how you go about talking to me. I do want your advice, but be wary of how you talk to people. If you're constantly on the receiving end of the I'm just being honest person, then it's time to put them in their place. Make sure you don't become the very thing you resent in the process of addressing them. You don't want to also become the I'm honest person. Before I say goodbye, I just want to do a quick recap. Let's remember that none of us are actually toxic as human beings. We just exhibit toxic traits. More often than not, our toxicity comes from a place of hurt. How we choose to respond to that toxicity around us is a choice. We can either grow from it and be better, or we can repeat the pattern we so despise. Creating boundaries is really the only chance we have at breaking those toxic patterns. Let's try to be the sort of person that leaves people feeling happy and rejuvenated, not hurt and exhausted. It costs us nothing to be kind and considerate. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Evolve Me. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Share this with your loved ones. Leave comments. Let's spread that knowledge. Let's spread that good vibe. Goodbye.